Quiet on the set. Action. Welcome to the Movie Machine Podcast, where we create a movie for you based on a random prompt from our fabulous movie machine. I'm joined by three members of the Hollywood elite, our writer, Darwin Hall, who is the historical accuracy consultant on Tomb Raider, our director, Jacob Gulliver, who I am legally required to have here today. I can't actually talk about it. And, and our producer, Aaron Coker, who is the accent consultant on Pacific Rim. So, uh, your prompt is, the theme of the story is parody revenge. The main character is a social murderer. The start of the story, surrender. The end of the story, political conflict. I like the musical notes there. It's, it's written on here. Of course. All right, so I, I think I've got something really special for you guys here today. It's a passion project of mine I've been working on for a few years now. Uh, it's called Whoops, But Okay. It's a very engaging title, I think. Uh, it follows a young man who just doesn't feel like life has gone his way. He gets invited to a lot of parties, but then, like, nobody ever really seems to enjoy his company there. You know, he always just sort of kills the party while he's there, you know, and he's always feeling bad about that. You know, he always wants to do better. And so we open with him just begging the most popular kid in school, like, hey, can you can you invite me to your party on Friday? I really, you know, I've been working on my social skills. I'm ready. I'm going to do good this time. And the, the jockey kid is like, yeah, okay. You know, like, fine. I guess that's okay. And so the kid shows up. And I, you know, I the details are a little fuzzy for me still. I, you know, I, I, I've been working on this for a long time. I don't want to lock down too many details too early. But basically, he ruins this party so badly that they literally start referring to him like his nickname is Party Killer. And so the kids in his high school start throwing these bigger and bigger parties as time goes on and inviting him just to see how he's going to ruin it. They know. They try to make the, you know, they get bouncy castles. They they do all these things just to make it like the best party ever. Just so he can come in and figure out a way to ruin it. And he, it's all an aptitude. He doesn't want to. He wants to do good. He's actually taking it as a sign of progression that he's getting invited to better and better parties. But every time, unbeknownst to him, he is absolutely ruining them for everybody. So eventually, he gets it in his head that he's becoming one of the most popular kids. So he decides to run for senior class president against the jockey kid that he begged at the very beginning of the story. And that's how, you know, it kind of comes to a head is this jockey kid created this monster that is now running for class president. How does he stop him? And yeah, I, I think it can be a really good, like, just movie for that teenage guy that's just not getting what he wants out of life yet, but something that everybody can enjoy. All right. You've gotten the script for Whoops, But Okay. Uh, it's very nicely bound set up. It looks like it's written a while ago and it's just coming to you now. So what are you going to do with this? I mean, that's how most things that I receive tend to look anyway. I'm sure that there's plenty of people have to look over them before they get to me. Uh, well, first off, you know, I'd, I'd really like to thank the, the government of these United States for allowing me to participate in this project um, in exchange for 
uh, you know, lowering my sentence. But yeah, I think I think we've got an interesting film here. The part that I'm having trouble with is that we've got a character whose reputation is party killer, and to my knowledge, nobody in this film dies. And I think we need a lot more of that. I think we need to bend this a little bit more towards like the dark comedy or like horror comedy kind of thing. I think this this kid is living like a, a, a dual life where part of him is, you know, cooperating with these, you know, kind of like kids who are making fun of him and treating him like garbage and, you know, inviting him as a joke to their stuff. And then behind the scenes, those kids are disappearing and winding up in deep fryers and frozen to death in freezers, that kind of a thing. But it's only at the very end of the movie that we find out that that's the case. So I want to approach this in kind of a it's two films in one in a lot of way. We have this kind of paralleled story of the kids. I think the, you know, the kid who's running for class president is, you know, the son of like a cop or something like that, or the daughter of a cop who's investigating these, you know, happenings. And basically the, up until the end, this kid has framed somebody else for doing it. And then only at the end does the audience, but not the cop know that it was this kid who was killing everybody. So I think we need some compelling kids and kind of that high school range, which is a little bit tough. I'm working on this a little bit. I'm kind of thinking, you know, the son of the cop, maybe we can use like, he's one of the kids in Stranger Things, Dustin, I believe, uh, the kind of goofy one, Gatton Matarazzo. We're going to cast Gatton Matarazzo as the, uh, the son of the cop here. He's having fun at the parties. He's, like, you know, trying to use his kind of, like, goofiness as charmed run for class president. And then I'm thinking, you know, we should go back to that, you know, Netflix well for some of these kids because they're really rocking it with shows that have uh, talented kids in it these days. Um, so I'm going to pull uh, our, our lady lead from Everything Sucks, Peyton Kennedy. She's going to be our, our secret killer. She's going to be our party killer. And she can do very sweet, but she can also do very intense, as we've, we've seen with that. And I think that's going to work really well. And then our dad cop is going to be... I think we need, like, somebody who's a little bit funny, but also, you know, can, can be a little bit more serious, too. I'm thinking, who's, like, the Australian Dilf from Pacific Rim? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Max Martini. We're going to have Max Martini be our, uh, our dad cop, because he can do intense, but also a little bit funny. It's going to be fun. All right, so Aaron, you receive, you know, the plan for whoops, but okay. The actual title doesn't have that little comma that I added there, but how are you going to make this make money? Well, first of all, I just have to address the legal situation here. I don't understand at all what Jacob has done or why. That's good. Four bailiffs have brought him in, and he's he's tied to that uh, Hannibal Lecter restraint board. You know, they took the muzzle off. And when he says Google, he means somebody's holding a phone up in front of his face, and he's just hitting it with his nose to look for these things. But I, I love his suggestions, though. All my connections are, are VPN'd and uh, screened before I can actually view content, so it takes longer for things to load. See, this is a smart guy. This is the kind of director that you want in your film. I love the suggestions because, honestly, he's come up with something that nobody's thought of before. This is like chocolate and peanut butter. This is like Lennon and McCartney. We're going to do American Pie meets Blair Witch, right? It's a teen sex comedy meets found footage horror movie. That's what we're doing. That's what we're talking about here. We're talking about a high school, you know, fuck romp. And meanwhile, right? It's the people getting picked off left and right. So I love it. I say... For those at home, he was doing the psycho... um yeah, right. Nice right. Jab. I mean, really, it's with e- musical e- accompaniment. Either way, you'd be a bit screaming. Right, I think yeah. it comes across. Right. 
Uh, Jacob knows what I'm talking about. So I love all those casting picks, and I'd say if we ever get lost and we need a few more, get those kids from It. You know, they're going to get into the sequel. It's all adults, you know, so they're all, you know, little 13-year-old homeless people. They have no jobs now. We'll just get them in. No problem. The only thing is, if we're going to do this in the Blumhouse model, and I go back to my bosses and I tell them we're doing found footage, they're going to give me $27.50 or whatever they've got, you know, in their pockets. So I'm going to need a bigger set piece from you guys. At least one thing in the film that is the big finale. They're hanging from the clock tower, whatever it is, so that we can build a clock tower, you know, out of uh, solid gold or something like that, and then we can, you know, get some money for this thing and spend it in other places. So at this point, $5 million is really all that I can give for this, unless we can find some way. Because it's not me. It's not me. I give you $500 million, but it's my bosses. We definitely need to push a love story. It's a teen love story, although, you know, in, in the mold of American Pie, we can get away with a lot. We're going like PG-14 here, I think. And whoops, but okay, I think we can do better. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that no movie that ends in a question mark has ever been a success. I want to take a run at that. What about whoops, but okay? Hmm. That's my idea. All right. Hmm. So Darwin, you've gotten back the script for Whoops, But Okay, which is now has a much more horror found footage style, and producer has asked for you to add some big set piece to the story as well. So what are you going to do with this new direction? Why did I move to LA? Fuck it. They paid me. All right. Um, so we got like the presidential runoff. What if we set it in DC and fuck it, the the like debate for class president happens in the White House and then the murderer kid blows up the White House. Oh, we gotta build it, we gotta blow it up. You know, like not in like an assassin-y sort of way. You know, like no, no social commentary or anything there, clearly. But, you know, just, just to, you know, fine. You wanna throw it against the wall, you know, like and build something, blow it up, well you do that. You know, that's fine, you know. um. And, uh, yeah, you want a love story. I mean, let's just, you know, the the kid from Stranger Things can make out with, like, not Natalie Portman, but the same sort of weirdness that you had going on in, like, the first Star Wars movie. We could probably get Natalie. Yeah, I mean, we could. But I'm talking just, like, how age-inappropriate it would have been for Natalie to hook up with, like, young Anakin. You know, like, it's... Girls mature faster. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just sort of that same thing. Because clearly that's what you want. So, yeah, fine. That's fine. Yeah, when do I get my check? Uh, when I see my White House on fire. Oh, okay, okay, that's fine. Right. I mean, that's not my department. I don't gotta. I just, <laughs> I just do the typing. You know, that's that's all. Of course, it is. of yeah. course. <laughs> okay, so uh, Jacob, if you could just scoot a little more away from me, and I would definitely do so if my movement was not controlled by my aid here. Right, I, I know, but I know you have leverage on your aid too, so. I think you're moving in. Cl- anyway, I'm, I can't talk about this, but I can ask you about what you're going to do now with this so, film. So, f- first of all, you can't put in a target like the White House. It's just, I mean, that's foolish. You need something that's culturally significant, but something on that level is going to be protected to a level where there's just no way you're going to be able to do it. You need something that's going to mean something to a lot of people. Graceland. It probably doesn't have the same. Well, I don't know about that. I was going to say the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we can Close. also we can also get that reference to Stranger Things in there, if like maybe have them go, have get, get Matarazzo pass by a Brontosaurus, and just like you know be like ah okay, I think that'd be fun. Coincidentally, I know a really great pyrotechnics guy uh, who is also a really great explosives guy. Yeah, who is also a really great black market guy. 
I'm being told to stop talking. So we... Interesting. I'm now being handed a, a deal to reduce my sentence if one of us will go and talk to him while wearing a wire. So one of you guys has to do that now. Yeah, we've we've got some really cool explosives going in. Darwin is putting a finger over his nose. His nose goes. I don't gotta go. <laughs> not me. I am restrained to the point where I cannot put a finger over my nose. So ah, I guess uh, might be me. I think our title has been there the whole time from the beginning, and that title is Party Killer. I think that will look great on posters and kind of like the sharp letters and will, you know, red against a dark blue, something like that. No, 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 but it's Party Killer? I'm going to get that upward inflection in there. I don't know if I want the question mark, but I guess it's not my decision, you know. Anyway, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty happy with this. I think we've got some, some interesting things happening, and I think our, our characters are there. What was the thing about the, the sexual assault? I just wanted to clarify. I just want to call my family and tell them where I am. Okay. Uh, yeah. This doesn't mean anything, guys. Hold on. All right. Just tell my kid's daddy loves I'm them. Turn on location well, you said, services. <laughs> you'd said before that there was like some, you know, age of consent question thing with the older lady kind of thing happening. So that's not. I mean, what I meant. Having studied the law very recently, I know that is in fact sexual assault. So, just. Uh, I mean, if, if that's an important plot point in your film, then I want to make sure I deliver that for you. I, I think I, I, I was just talking about like it being a little like like a freshman senior thing, not a like okay. 10 year old. All right. Portman so thing. we are moving on. And so, Aaron, this is the last chance to make some changes to the film before it goes out the door. Uh, what are you going to do? <clears throat> make it make moolah. The change I'm going to have to make is caring about it. I mean, come on, guys. This thing takes care of itself. Like, these sex comedies sell themselves. These horror comedies sell themselves. I'm a little worried about the age of consent thing as well. Great point, Jacob. Thanks for bringing that up. I don't think it's going to be a problem, though. I did bring uh, what you guys brought to me to my bosses, and they can up it to $10 million now. So I think we can afford a, you know, quote-unquote star. So I'm thinking, like, something that resonates with this age group, you know, a screech, if you will, something like that, and Annette Funicello, whatever the kids are into these days, in a cameo role. They come right on, say their little catchphrase, wink at the camera, and they're right out of there. Otherwise, I think we're great. You guys were right. I made a mistake about the question mark. Forget that. Party killer. But we're going to switch them. Exclamation point. Party killer! Mm-hmm. So that's a party. Everybody's Is that partying. the title, or are you just changing? Killer. Party killer with an exclamation mark. Okay. Yes. And that's going to really drive home uh, that great title that you guys came up with. Yeah. Yeah. So. Other than that, any promotional considerations you can think of, perhaps somebody is uh, drinking a Coke, you know, while they're stabbed in the eye, or pretty much any of the kills, the things that are going to show up on YouTube, if we can get somebody, you know, having a Twinkie, or maybe enjoying uh, a nice foot massage, or an Epsom uh, salt bath, you know, for their yeah. feet, whatever products we've got, appreciate getting those in there. Make sure the actors always turn them out towards the camera. <laughs> you know, we don't want to see what the ingredients are. We want to see the logo. That's what we pay for. Other than that, yeah, ten million dollars to just sprinkle a little extra fire and blood in there. Uh, but you know, PG thirteen though. You know, don't forget that the, the PG thirteen aspect is what's important to sell this thing. I got my fingers crossed. I think uh, I feel pretty good about this one. I shouldn't have gone to film school. All right, so I'm going to put it into the movie machine, which sounds like Jacob escaping his bonds. And <clears throat> Okay, so it has not been 10 minutes, and so Jacob is not putting some sort of 
violent weapon towards me to influence my reading of this. And there's not 10 minutes of audio that we removed for reasons. So uh, this film does, oh, great. This, this is a great film. Everyone likes it. Not violent enough is what the people say. Could use more found footage. Fortunately, Jacob is providing his own found footage that he quote unquote shot himself to insert into the film. So I think, you know, that will probably be a big um, help. Jacob's aid is... <clears throat> so, um, yeah, yeah, so great job with this film. But, you know, if you want to go back and change anything or warn anybody, uh, now is the time you each have two minutes. Uh, what are you going to do? I, uh, I want to make it better. And I, I want to... Um, there's something about... <laughs> needing this ritual to be performed um, and and specifically that this there, there has to be this shot of this like I don't know what it is but it's got five points and five lines and I'm just I'm just gonna leave it at that but he wants it on screen for an uninterrupted three minutes and I, I I'm just writing some punch-up dialogue underneath it because that's that's just the best I got I'm sorry man like I, I just you know I want it to be good I want to do it I want you to be happy. That's all anybody wants here. I uh, want you to be happy. But, like, I can't think of anything for them to write other than blood-curdling screams. Because I just think that's appropriate to the ambiance. But, no, I, I think we're going to do a good job. All right. Good. Do you want to do something? Any, do you want to do anything different? Maybe I really uh, want you to not be talking to me anymore. You know, maybe <laughs> undo a thing you did previously. Give me the spotlight. Hey there, fellas. Uh, this is Joseph Pennington. I'm, I'm Jacob's lawyer. He's not uh, allowed to oh, influence God. this film anymore. Oh. Uh, we we are in the process of uh, cleaning up a few things and uh, making sure that everything is is okay with the the very generous United States government who's who's helped uh, put this film together so far. Just uh, tell me you're keeping him away from clown makeup now. I can't say anything about a oh, pending case here. My nightmare. So, importantly, he did leave some written instruction, and I think it's important that we finish, you know, to to his original vision, uh, but I also think it's important that we get you guys input since you were working on it as well. Yeah, his um, original vision. <laughs> Uh, he is actually asked to tone this film down a little bit. Thinks it's uh, a little bit too intense. He he didn't like the the cut that went out when he watched it in the theaters. It it made him very angry. Yes, I know. Uh, so we're under a little bit of pressure, and you know I think he's he's come around to the idea that maybe we could tame this a little bit. Yeah, if you could do that, that would be that'd be good. I, I don't really know anything about making movies. It's just what was written on the paper. So. Okay. Uh, I want to carry that out to best best will. Um, also, interesting to note. I'm back. Hey, Jacob. Hello. We uh, we're talking about it all. Coming. It's great. It's great. We have the tone down Satanist ritual in there. Very good. Three uninterrupted minutes. I hope Joseph wasn't too much of a bore for you. Joseph who? I don't remember Joseph. You remember Joseph, Mr. Uh, Coker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gulliver knows I'm not talking to him over points issues, right? We have our own separate legal issues, so... Right. Aaron, so not to try to get this episode done earlier, but do you want to do any last-minute changes? I want to say I am so scared right now. 
I'm so scared right now that I won't find a way to spend all this money. Congratulations, everybody. Such such a success. It makes me feel so good. I know that the critics were harsh, but they don't understand stuff like this. You know, good returns on both sides. One of the things that the critics said was that uh, a little too much party and not enough killer. Mm. And, you know, I, I don't want to be a, a Susie, I told you so, but, you know, I did say that we did need some more blood and some more killing, stabbing into the eye with the coke. Uh, we'll get it next time. That's what you do in the sequel. You got to leave yourself somewhere to go. And so that's that's absolutely what we're going to do. In an unrelated, completely unrelated comment uh, that is not referencing my ongoing uh, legal problems with Jacob, maybe we can add a clown to this one. You know, uh, you know, this clown is uh, he comes to the town just just pitching. Not this, not this, but just pitching for next time. Uh, he comes to town and he wants to be you know the big guy around. To be the bozo, you have to beat the bozo. That's his philosophy. So just I'm just throwing it out there for our great writer here. But nice work all around, everybody. Um, I'm buying a boat. I'm gonna buy a boat. Another one that is. All right. So and uh, so that was the episode of Party Killer. And normally we would end as always by a quote from our patron saint Guy Fieri. However, before he left us, uh, the lawyer, what's his face, uh, left behind some information we cannot use guy fury quotes anymore partially his image and partially for jacob's initial incident we cannot legally use him anymore you know it's very sad normally that would be the most tragic thing that happened today but you know so we are instead going to use quotes from our new patron what comes after saint it's like a evolution tree right it's like pokemon you know you go saint and then you become cleric then saint then what's next I think we can stick with Saint, honestly. Okay, so we are going to go with our patron saint, Jaden Smith. <laughs> I hope it doesn't take for me to die for you to see what I do for you. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. <laughs>